I got something to say. I recorded a podcast today, but it doesn't matter much to me. It's dead and lovely. <laughs> That's masterful. That, <laughs> was, that was awesome. I'm glad. I might have thought of that while I was urinating. Say what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome, horror fans, to Dead and Lovely, your absolute favorite horror movie review podcast in all of the known multiverse. Here with the host with the most, I'm your main man, Uncle Ben. Who's that over there? Who's that over yonder? Woo! It's me, Dollywood Steve. <laughs> oh, Dollywood Steve. I just realized, maybe they're not horror fans, maybe they're handsome fans. Ah, oh, they just they're listen fans to the handsome. Hands- yeah, they're like, these two dudes are handsome. I'll People listen to that them. sound handsome? Yeah. Well, I, listen, Sounding Handsome is my middle name. You Steven know, Sounding Handsome <laughs> Crap. <laughs> it's kind of long, but it uh-huh. works. I was thinking a second ago. We were talking about how I've soon got a, uh, I've got a plane trip in mm-hmm. my future, riding on a jet plane. On oh a, no! On an I hope airboat. you come back again. Oh man, me too. Open Denver myself. But I'm flying out, and we were just talking about how I need to pack a a quart bag of of airplane bottles of liquor for mm-hmm. my trip, uh, which of course is always a good idea. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I mentioned I mentioned Jägermeister, and I've been wondering to myself lately. You know, us being people that were born in the early and mid 80s, mm-hmm. you know, our college sort of late teen years were dominated by the party liquor known as Jägermeister. Mm-hmm. That's party liquor. Um, and of course, as we all know, the logo of Jägermeister with the encircled deer with the cross above mm-hmm. its head actually stands for, Oh dear God. <laughs> 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 but what I wonder is like these days. With, with with kids now, like is Jägermeister still the party liquor? Um, I'm gonna bet it's not. What do you think it is? Uh, I'm gonna say it's probably just vodka or and like Red Bull. Xanax. Oh, it's Xanax. <laughs> like today's party liquor is right? Xanax. Uh-huh. I, I really kind of wonder about that. I'm like, because that's kind of the thing that was sort of the, like the rite of passage mm-hmm. in our generation is like getting blackout, fucked up, annihilated, and hating Jägermeister the rest of your life. Yeah. Um. When my wife and I first moved to LA, we uh, we had no plans when we got there. Yeah. We didn't have jobs or anything. We just saved up money. Yeah. So we had to find a place to live on Craigslist, and we found a place to live with some dudes who had just graduated from UC Santa Barbara. Did which you have is... to dress up as a walrus two hours a day? Yeah. I was fun. Up. These guys had a great time with it. You got plenty of crabs and fish? All sorts of it. <laughs> um, but these guys had just graduated from uh, UCSB, which is a huge party school. Okay. And... They would be drinking and partying there every day, which for, was great for me. Yeah, I sure. enjoyed it. It was a fun time. Um, but they never uh, drank Jägermeister. I didn't really think about it until you just mentioned it. That's old man liquor. Yeah. Get uh, with the times, old man. <laughs> they drank a lot of cheap, disgusting Canadian whiskey. Ugh. Uh, like yeah. fucking Black Velvet and Travelers Seagram Club. Seven. And yeah. Seagram's and Ugh. stuff. Yuck. Dude, I was at the liquor store recently and I saw that Crown Royal has introduced a like limited edition bourbon. Oh god. But the thing is, is like they got in a shit ton of trouble for it because it's only bourbon if it comes from Bourbon County. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like this super limited edition. It's like in this like wood looking box and shit like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like Crown Royal Canadian bourbon. 
but they have to put a big sticker at the bottom that says, this is not bourbon. <laughs> and it's like, dude, that's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen. They should have to put a big sticker that says, this tastes like butt. This tastes like shit. Crown Royal <laughs> is a fucking ripoff, dude. It is. I think that people that think Crown is awesome are just dumb people. My alcoholic aunt drank it every day. It's just um, dumb. I, I've i tasted it a thousand times because my alcoholic aunt yeah, yeah, yeah. drank it every day. It sucks. It's never It never got good. I generally hate Canadian whiskey of any yeah. kind. If any of our listeners know of any that's actually worth a shit. Oh, I'm sure there is. I actually had one one time called Tangle Ridge, which was pretty good. Was it actually? It was smooth. Uh, a lot of Canadian whiskey tastes like uh, somebody just put some caramel color into vodka. I know, right? Like, it's yeah. got this just, like, really alcoholy fucking yeah. burn kind of thing going yeah. on. It doesn't have, like, the... The charcoal filtered smoothness yeah. of a Kentucky bourbon. I'm sure there are a, a lot of good Canadian. And you know what? Any of our Canadian fans, if you want to send Let us, us some Canadian whiskey, maybe you do. We'll test it out for you and tell you if it's good. I would very gladly do that. I would. I would very gladly accept that offer. So yeah, yeah. send us something. So I accept email. it now. Yeah. It's, so it's now kind we got of, it. Just go ahead and send it. But let me tell you why Crown Royal is a crock of shit. Tell me why. And it's for the same Tell reason. Tell me why <laughs> Crown Royal is, is a, a crock of shit. Tell me why. <laughs> and it's the same reason that like drinking Cuervo Gold is full of shit. Mm-hmm. It's because both of them are are blended spirits. Yeah. Like Crown Royal is half grain alcohol and yeah. half you know quote whiskey. Yeah. Which means. You're, you're paying a premium price for bullshit and also yeah. means you're going to have a horrible hangover the next day. That's why it comes in that stupid little bag. Yeah, so you can throw you up like in the bag you, later. <laughs> you throw up in it's the bag, bag and then keep your coins in that bag. That'd be pretty solid if like if if really, really cheap whiskey just came with like a barf bag. I think they kind of do in, in Tennessee because they always come in a brown bag. <laughs> That's true. <So. laughs> you're you're going to need this, son. You, you will definitely need this. <laughs> yeah, Crown Royal is a bunch of shit, man. Go, if, you're, if you're looking for a, a brown liquor on the cheap. Evan Williams. Evan Williams is on the real cheap. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Larceny is the best under $30 rig you George can find. Dickel, number 12, real good. If you're in Tennessee, yeah, it's true. Yeah. check her out. Yeah. Um, Man, there's so many good whiskeys, though. Here in Tennessee, especially, you can get Hell a lot of yeah. real great whiskeys for under 30 bucks. I'm burnt out on a Jim Beam. That kind of used yeah, to be like I'm not my a big... cheap weapon of choice. But yeah. anymore, it's like that corny, oaky thing. I just yeah. can't get into it. Yeah, I. you know, a lot of people probably would disagree with this, but I'm not a huge fan of bullet bourbon for that reason. It's very corny overpriced. and dry. And way me. overpriced. Way overpriced. The bullet yeah. rise. Okay. Bullet rise is good, yeah. But in general, yeah, overpriced. Mm-hmm. That whole kind of oh frontier whiskey thing they're marketing yeah. is what you're paying for. I listen. I always would prefer some W L Weller. You can still get oh, that fuck. for under yeah. thirty bucks. That's the if best. If you can get kept, the one hundred and seven proof, especially dude, that's great. the best kept secret in in yeah. bourbon right there. I 100%. really love. Weller. I mean, it's it's the same uh, distiller as uh, Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. So you you're basically getting. That that level of knowledge and that level of high quality bourbon, but for under thirty bucks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And yeah. without like a damn year waiting list or whatever. Yeah, happy has. <laughs> Good God, man! How you been doing this week, Steve? Oh man, things have changed a lot since last episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so you know, we recorded a double header. So basically, I walked into Ben's kitchen. Yeah. Uh, I had a a drink. It's Kilo Neal. I peed. Yeah. And now back to recording. 
Dude, so much has happened. <laughs> it's been it's been a week, man. I'll tell you that. Life's Remember when crazy. Trump did that thing everybody's mad about? Yeah. Oh uh, wait, man. Which which thing? Oh, the thing you know, and the tweet. <sighs> oh. Yeah. Oh, and then Senator so-and-so said something stupid about black people. Yeah, and then somebody who said they didn't like the gay people turned out to be a pedophile. That's so weird. That never happens. never happens. It's such a rare occurrence (laughs) that somebody who hates gay people is himself homosexual. Yeah, that never happens. Never does. My God, man. You you been watching anything cool? Yeah. Tell me. Uh, Yesternight, my wife and I watched Friday the 13th Part 3. And part four. Yes. And we drank a bunch. So you saw the one that was in the three dimensions, part three. Yeah. It's part a three real shitty movie. Piece of shit. It's so bad. It destroys bad. all the goodwill built up between the first and second movie. It does. And um, really doesn't make any sense. But you get the hockey mask. Boy, you do get the hockey mask. Uh, you also get a lot of stuff being pointed at the camera or falling towards the camera like a yo-yo or a spear yeah, they do that three times the yo-yo dude it's so annoying it's like the kind of shit that they do in like parodies of 3d movies yeah but then they really brought it home with number four it's number the one with four Corey feldman tom savini's back for the effects dude four rules that's sp- the best yeah. of the franchise and it introduces tommy who's in three of the movies yep and four and six are two of my favorites, and both heavily involve Tommy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, four and yeah. six are, 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 are. Yeah, I think four is probably the best. Yeah, four is amazing. I think four is probably the best the entire yeah. series. I mean, I love one as well. Yeah. They're so good. How about that fucking dance sequence? <laughs> Crispin Glover's dance. My wife and I are going to learn it for this Halloween. Oh and my god, yeah. She's going to go as the Double Mint Twin and I'm going to go as Crispin Glover. Oh, for sure. Oh damn, dude, That's those Double happen. Mint Twins. Also, we noticed that Crispin Glover is dressed like George Michael Bluth throughout the entire movie. Oh shit. <laughs> and looks like him a good bit and acts like him pretty much. I think people hire Crispin Glover for movies because they know he's actually an insane person in real life. Oh, 100%. He's I a lunatic. I actually met him at the uh, Metro Center in LA. He yeah. Was, he was getting a bus and I had just got off of a, a Metro and I saw him and I was like, holy shit, it's Chris McGlover. And I was like, hey, uh, I shook his hand and said, I like your work. And he <laughs> walked on. Um, Tight. He didn't seem very strange. Yeah. But I've heard him in interviews and he is an odd individual. Seems like an oddball. Yeah. Man alive. Dude, I look forward to seeing that dance. Hope you dance like nobody's watching. Dude. Like, we started breaking it down, and it's like, like, he's, I don't know what song he's hearing. What is he fucking hearing? And the song they have playing is a metal song, which is not for couple dancing. Yeah. Is it? I mean, what's a good metal album for couples to dance to? Uh... I mean, maybe, I think Opus Eponymous by Ghost, but that that wouldn't be out for another 20-something years. Oh, yeah. I like to imagine maybe they had some (laughs) Sisters of Mercy jamming in the background. Yeah. That's probably what it was. You ever jammed some Sisters of Mercy? No. Dude, they're like the most awesome, ridiculous 80s goth, like, rock industrial. Uh, Are we talking falsetto? Uh, no. Damn it. Dude, literally the opposite of falsetto. The guy sings like Bella Lugosi. He has the lowest voice <laughs> in the world. Like, dude, the best song that you should check out is called 
Lucretia, my reflection. Lucretia, <laughs> my reflection? The verse goes, I hear the roar of the machine, hot metal and methadrine. What the dickens? <laughs> Dude, Sisters of Mercy are the fucking Yeah, no, best. this sounds great. I bet uh, our pal Davy Stranger is a big fan. He, Davy Stranger is a ginormous fan. There was somebody that put out a tweet, I don't know, a year or two ago or something like that, that is one of the fucking funniest fucking tweets I've ever seen. They said, Sisters of Mercy are awesome because they sing about real shit, like wanting to fuck a witch or a factory that makes skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> That's the realest shit That's out the there. That's the realest shit. <laughs> Wanting, Wanting to, to fuck, fuck a, witch a witch. Or a factory that makes skeletons. Yeah. That's, That's why the they're shit. awesome. That's the shit everybody needs to be focused on. <laughs> That's what we're all thinking about. Yeah. 100% all the time. <laughs> you gotta listen to that stuff, dude. I'm going to now. God, yeah. it's so goddamn silly, man. <laughs> man, so, so Friday the 13th, that's tight. Yeah, Um. I also... And this was just a flight of fancy because... I saw the preview for uh, the Lost in Space okay. like, new show, and I, I thought it looked cool. And What's so, it on? It's on Netflix. Oh. And the first episode, uh, I watched it, directed by Neil Marshall, director of The Descent, which is a horror movie that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, He did a great job with it. Um, it is not the most amazing show you're ever going to see. It's okay. not revolutionary in any way. All right. It looks good, and the story was passable, okay. and the acting was good. Sounds all right. And it had Parker Posey. Oh, I so love Parker fun. Posey. Yeah. So, um, does it have the, say, the robot guy? Yes, but he looks, uh, you know, more scary, mm. but also, um, I don't know. It, to me, it was like the what they did with Battlestar Galactica with the Cylons. They took the Cylons from looking pretty cool. I mean, 80s cool. Okay. Uh, to looking much more menacing and scary and also having Cylons that look like, like people. Okay. But like, yeah, the, the robot, he, he looks more menacing, I guess. And also there's some backstory. I don't know the original Lost in Space at all. Yeah. Uh, I know it's sort of a lame 60s show. Maybe it had a cool premise. I don't know. But watching the the pilot for this, I was like, yeah, I, I was impressed enough to say, like, I'll watch the second episode, see where it goes. Um, I remember watching reruns, of course, of the original on, uh-huh. like, the Sci-Fi Channel, right when the mm-hmm. Sci-Fi Channel started. Yeah. And it was pretty much just, like, reruns and stuff like that and, like, Mystery Science theater, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. I remember watching those um, when I was a kid and thinking it was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it is. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, it's just been, what, 50 years since it was on TV? Something like that. So I, I would guess if you're a big fan of it and you expect it to be, like, the original series, you're probably going to be disappointed. Yeah. If you have no idea what it is and you just turn it on, you'd be like, oh, it's a cool space show. Well, right space show. Oh, also, I would say a lot of the aesthetic is um, running shoes. Oh. Yeah. Like the way running shoes look, that's okay. what everything looks like. Interesting. It's, it's strange. I... I really liked it, though. <laughs> I don't know why. It was real interesting to me. I watched a, uh, <clears throat> I watched a moving picture. Oh, no. In the theater. It was just a picture about people moving? from Because like, that's the most frustrating thing in the world. It do. was a series of flickering pictures projected oh, onto a screen. Okay, this is a motion picture. It was a motion picture oh, with, okay. with audio. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> is this is was, this a new technology? The Great Train Crash. Is this Thomas Alva Edison? <laughs> I watched uh, I watched a Ready Player One this week. Mm. I went and seen it. How'd it go? Okay, so a couple weeks ago on our show, I mentioned that I had just finished the audiobook mm-hmm. and that I really, really loved it. Yep. Not the best writing in the world, but I did enjoy the book very much. But I mean, Legolas played Mrs. Pac-Man. Yeah. Is that exactly. in one of the chapters? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I really think we should do an episode <laughs> where I just guess what happens. Yeah, in I would like that very much. <laughs> so I really like the movie. Uh, sorry, I really like the book. So we went and watched the movie the other day, and um, pretty cool. Like okay. I'll, I'll tell you what. Like watching the yeah. previews, I was, I've read some good reviews. Yeah, like I read all these crazy awesome reviews, and then I watched the the trailers, and I was like, I don't know. I think this looks like shit. Yeah. Because really, the trailers look pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I did, I saw one, I guess before, I don't know, a movie I saw yeah. recently. Yeah. And it, to me, it was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and I'll tell you, it's one of those things that like whenever you're watching the, the trailer for it on your like phone screen mm-hmm. or even your TV screen, the CGI and stuff looks pretty lackluster okay. in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. But dude, when you see that blown up on a big screen. It, it's goddamn unbelievable. It has luster. It has. It does not lack luster. It. No, dude. It has luster. <laughs> Half luster. It's uh, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty fucking incredible. Overall, okay, I'll put it to you this way. Uh huh. There is a there is a car race mm-hmm. scene at the first of the movie that is worth the price of admission. Okay. It's seriously one of those. It's one of those scenes that I was watching, and I was like, I don't even know how they planned this, storyboarded this, mapped this out. I don't know how they did this. I just don't have a fucking clue. Who wins? Herbie the Love Bug or the Cycle from Tron? Yes. Oh. Exactly. All right. Good. Exactly. (laughs) I I couldn't believe it. Like, it's seriously worth seeing the movie for that. Mm -hmm. After that, you know, there's some some places where it diverges from the book Mm -hmm. that I find pretty aggravating uh-huh. and just unnecessary and pointless and like kind of dated and typical mm. you know and I don't mean to come across as that fucking guy who's like oh the book was better blah 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 like we've talked about books are books movies are movies yeah. they're fucking different mediums mm-hmm. enjoy them both yep uh, I'm very capable of doing that yeah it's not hard but there were like some intrinsic character changes especially with the female role mm-hmm. in the flick I won't spoil it until you've seen it that I wasn't really stoked about. It was one of those things that like, it's kind of like when you saw Avatar in the theater and you were so wowed by the visual factor that you were like, while you were watching, you're like, wow, I'm enjoying this. And then later you thought about it and you're like, wow, I didn't enjoy that. You know what I mean? I can't relate because I did not see Avatar ever. You still haven't? I haven't. Shit. Not interested in it, but I get what you mean. We will do it for the show. We, we should. We have Avatar to do it for the show, the show now. Obviously, to. that's like got to be a wild card. <laughs> who's like who's whose favorite movie is Avatar? Do An you think? idiot, a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, dude, like somebody with no taste <laughs> or like no fucking brain. Oh man, okay, a moron. Great. I'm excited. Fuck, this will be a good episode. <laughs> But yeah, but like there, it was the kind of thing that you know. Afterwards, after watching Ready Player One, it's like if you ask me, "Hey, describe character traits of the main character," 
I would be like, um... Boy. Yeah, he's a male. He's white. Um... Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically He's between it. the age of 18 to 24, probably. Precisely. Yeah. Yep. Votes votes uh, uh, moderately. Moderately, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. He's all for the ladies having their, their, little, uh, their little issues. Yeah, their know? areas and so on. You like. do their thing. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Et cetera. It's, it's just one of those things where it's like, man, really, you look back on it, and you know what? The, the best comparison I can think of is like Inception. Oh, okay. Everybody was so fucking wowed by that movie. That movie's Did you, terrible. Thank you. It's right? It's a fucking horrendous movie. Inception sucks. It's so bad. It's not deep. No. It's not interesting. No. And it doesn't make any sense. No, I understand everybody who just said, it does make sense. You don't get it. No, I get what no, you I get think it. I fucking makes get it. sense about it. It doesn't. But it's stupid. And yeah. it doesn't make sense. I one million percent it's a agree. Dumb movie, dude. And it's the kind of another thing movie, where by the way, where women go off and do their little thing. It's little like they're things. like they. Oh, the we fuck? had to throw in a female character, I guess. That what? is exactly it. That's exactly it. And you know, it, it's the same thing as Inception, where it's like if you ask me to describe any character traits yeah. of any of the characters in that movie, I'd be like, well. There was the blonde guy One and the brown-haired guy. Yeah. And, and the, Tom Hardy. And the lady and... Ellen, Ellen Page makes stuff in her mind somehow that yeah, is real. Yeah, right? Cool. It's like none of the characters are actually anything. And no. it's like, I know that that's almost a way to kind of, you know, fight against the stereotypical, oh, there's the funny guy, there's the jock, there's the hero. <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, let's not have anybody be the funny guy. <laughs> let's not have anybody be anything. And it's like, no, that fucking sucks, There's the interesting dude. character. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, right? This character is interesting. Get him the fuck out of the movie. <laughs> Rewrite. It's just stupid. So I feel like there was a lot of that stuff in Ready Player One where it's just like, man, a lot of those characters, again, especially the lead character, Mm-hmm. Have no discernible traits. Yeah, but I I, I am torn because the storyline itself and a lot of the again I don't I, I don't want to spoil it because mm-hmm. you haven't seen it yet. Okay. But whenever you watch it, you will understand. Like, dude, there is a scene. I'm not gonna say a scene. I will say like a 15 minute segment of that movie mm-hmm. that had me about happier than. I have ever been sitting in a movie theater. Okay. Um, and all that you need to know about it is that the, the whole storyline and everything is, is hinged on pop culture yeah. references. It's all, you know, the book is all hinged on fucking 80s pop culture references, like stuff about Atari and Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and fucking all this stuff. The movie tries to keep things, I think, a little less 80s specific and just more general pop culture referenced, okay. you know? Just to keep it more modernized, I guess you say. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's about 15 minutes in the movie, no spoilers, that seriously did have me about happier than anything I've ever been. All right. I'm going to make three guesses. Yes. Guess Hit number me. one. Uh, Zangief in a video <laughs> to the uh, movie for, or the song from Goonies, The Goonies Are Good Enough by... <laughs> Uh, the chick who sang time after time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was that it? Uh, no. Okay. Number two. Yes. All right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> the guys from Final Fight. Okay. Uh, Hagar, Cody. Uh huh. Yeah. Fight the dudes from Double Dragon. 
in a game of Tecmo Bowl. With the 49ers? With the 49ers everything. versus the, the, the Raiders. And Bo, they keep pulling the Bo Jackson head to head run around the, the field thing. Was that it? It wasn't that. Okay, number either. three. And this one's definitely it. Okay. Okay. Uh, the chick with big boobs from Heavy Metal. Yes. <laughs> Very heavy chest. He's hanging breasted. out with Biff Tannen. Yes. And then there is a battle with the guys from the Warriors. Warriors. Come out and play. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> it might have been that. That was it. It's probably that. Okay. I'm not, no spoilers, but it might have been that. Listen, if if it's none of those things, we got a movie. I think overall, I'm gonna give that movie on a scale of ten. Uh huh. Oh, we should mention we six. We normally go on a scale of ten. Yeah. Sometimes it's a different scale. We just don't name it. But sure. Like when I gave a zero to Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. That was on a scale of of zero to a billion. Yeah. So it was even lower than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's so all you're very giving relevant. this a six. On a scale Out of, of zero, on a scale of negative four to ten. Oh, so it's it's pretty good. It's okay. All right. It's not a ten. <laughs> I would say really though, if you're gonna see it, do see it in the theaters because I mean yeah, seriously, that, that's yeah, that's what it's intended to be. Is the CGI is astounding. Mm-hmm. It's straight up astounding. Like there there are moments in there where I'm like I just cannot believe what I'm seeing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing when you see. Ryu uh, eating. Ryu is in the movie, actually. Oh, okay. So Ryu also having a, a Surge Cola. <laughs> uh-huh. And Sagat is in the movie. Holy shit. Tiger Knee. Tiger Knee. Dalsam isn't in the movie doing abortions, though. Oh, no. That he should be. Me. <laughs> Yoga, Yoga abortion. abortion. <laughs> He's not there, but I I knew that they wanted him to be. There. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That would have raised the rating of the movie up and stuff. So. Yeah, it'd be a seven or an eight. NC seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Well, Steve, we are here uh-huh. this week We've to discuss together. right now one movie called The Wraith from nineteen and eighty six. When I was merely two years old. Boy, I was a young in myself when this one came out. Uh, I don't remember. It came out, I think, in November, so I would have been five. You about a five-year-old? Yeah. Damn. We were just fucking kid. We were fucking shitting in our britches. I wasn't anymore at that point. I was five. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I was. <laughs> I wasn't telling people about it. Man, so this movie... Boy, it's something. Boy, <laughs> it, is, it is truly something. I think we should have a, a listener contest. If you can tell us what this movie is, <laughs> you, I don't we'll know. We'll send you, you a, a fr- bottle of Crown Royal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. One of our Canadian listeners just went wild. He was like, oh, free bottle of Crown Oil, eh? Oh, what's that a boot? Uh, right. Oh. And then he watched Yoga Hosers. Yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a movie. Of all the movies I have ever seen, this, this is, is certainly a, one of oh, them. Oh, it's definitely on the list It's one of, of movies them. I've seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it is kind of sort of about a 
car ish. It's sort of a car centric movie. It's kind of about a a, a, reven- a spirit of vengeance getting revenge ish. Yeah. It's also kind of about a a gang of roving pirates who steal people's cars by racing them. I yeah, I think so. Uh huh. Also, there's a, a subplot of a family, sort of. There's a brother, kind of. Uh, okay. Is it a family if there are no adults in the movie? Yeah. Other than, than Randy Quaid. <laughs> also, it's a love story. It's really, that's what it is. Boil it down to, this is a love story. <laughs> it's such About a love. Charlie Sheen and Sherilyn Finn finally coming together. Dude, it is such a fucking weird movie. I'm glad we did this. I like, I, I should I, I want to say this just so the listeners know. We were gonna do a wild card. We were gonna do Back to the Future. Yeah. And we were uh, I I don't know. My wife didn't like that idea. Okay. Uh, and, and you you seemed to not really want to do like, it. Yeah, and I, I, I like kinda, Back to the Future. I like Back to the Future too. But I also was thinking like you know what that that's a movie we can do. Yeah. But it's just I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. And you mentioned the Wraith. I was, I, I was very said, drunk when I was talking to yeah. you. And I was like, man, I can't wait to do the Wraith. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Because I, I was watching A Quiet Place at the time. I was in the theater when you were texting me. And so I was trying to, like, you know, be quick. And and I was like, you know what? Fuck. Like, I, I don't really want to do Back to the Future. I want to do something stupid. Well, here's and the boy, thing. And boy, this is it. Is like my... Okay, I have an iPhone 6 Plus. Yeah. And it's probably about three or four years old now. It's an old man. The battery on it is getting very old, and my phone is starting to behave like a piece of shit. Yeah, no, I get that. So a lot of my texts send out of order now. Holy shit. So I went (laughs) back through. Yeah, because I've been so just lunatic busy lately Uh that... I got the impression from your text that you're like, do you not remember saying that we were doing the Wraith? Yeah. And I went back, I was like, I don't remember talking about this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I drink a lot, but I didn't think I drank that much. <laughs> and I went back through my text and like that series of texts that we had right there yeah. where I was like, man, I totally want to do the Wraith one day. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, in in my text, it went, yeah, I want to do the Wraith one day. And then you went, back to the future is cool. And I said, okay. <laughs> and you said, Yeah. And it's like on your phone, it showed up in a different order. Yeah, on my phone, you said, I want to do the Wraith. And I was like, okay. And I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, sweet, we're doing the Wraith. And then, of course, just yesterday, I guess, you were like, so we're doing Back to the Future? Yeah, I still didn't know. Uh, and I was like, I, th- I thought we were doing the Wraith. Yeah, so I went ahead and watched it. And, dude, I'm so glad that we are. This, uh, as I've told you before, mm. is my wife's favorite movie. <laughs> as every time, it. Every she... time she's falling asleep on the couch and I'm fixing to go play guitar or make a video, <laughs> the Wraith always ends up on TV. That's, and she just sleeps right through it because it, it comforts her. Because it's, it's her favorite best. movie. Because it's the best movie. Because <laughs> it's so fucking good. I watched this. Say, this dude, movie is crazy. It is I, I wish that it could have been a fly on the wall. Like the same way we were talking about last week on the Tusk episode, as mm-hmm. far as like it's so cool being there at Ground Zero. Yeah, seeing everything come together. Yeah. Oh my God, I want to have been there for the planning stages of this movie. I bet a lot of what you would see in here would be people bent over tables and going. Yeah, just fucking. And hit then he's a car, and the car rails. blows up. 
but he comes right back. Leg brace. Leg brace. A leg break <laughs> falls off and it burns up. And Cheryl and Finn's boobs. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Shoot it. <laughs> but, you know, this is ultimately at its core a car movie. It's got a lot of car chases. Mm-hmm. Every character in the flick drives his own unique vehicle. Yeah, this is a movie about car chases, really. It, and it is a horror movie, I guess. We'll get into that. But, like, yeah, it's really a movie about cars and car chases. And so, before we get into this movie, I want to spend a moment here with you, Steve. I want to find out if you were a car. Uh-huh. A famous one? Which one would you be? Which famous car am I? Dude. You know who I want to go to, obviously. Gabriel Sanchez. Oh, sounds romantic. He looks romantic. He's an attractive man. He's a BuzzFeed staffer. Yeah. And he wrote this uh, quiz up. He's going to tell us exactly which famous car we are. And this one's not going to be like the raw quiz. <laughs> which had this no end. Good. Yeah. This is not an open-ended <laughs> quiz. It's not a choose-your-own-adventure quiz. So, Ben... Uh, why don't you go ahead and choose a state to drive through? What's my options, dog? You got Texas. Okay. You got California. Yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. Florida. Michigan. Or Arizona. Texas. Too large. <sighs> yeah. Also, huge. pretty the same all over. Uh, West, no, West Texas is boring. And that out Texas panhandle is town terrible. Of Paso. I fell in love with a Mexican girl. I'd go see my man Dave while I was down there, though. Yeah, and oh, Texas has uh, Austin, which is great. It's true. And Houston, nice city. I've been there a couple times. Eric Johnson, guitar player. He lives there. Hey, all right. But no, don't want to drive through there. New York, driven through it before. Uh-huh, I have two. Yeah, traffic, no me gusta. Yeah, nor- like uh, the northern part of the state. I've been up to, uh, yeah. you know, the falls there, Niagara sure. Falls. Yeah. And that's fine. It's, it's cool. It's, it reminds me a lot of, I guess, of uh, East Tennessee with the Appalachian. I can see that. Florida, driven through it. Eh. Michigan, eh. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. Michigan is one of my two least favorite states in the entire country. Really? Yeah. Name, name them both. I'll name mine. Michigan, Ohio. Michigan and Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Ohio and Michigan are both just miserable places. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. Ohio, Hamilton County, Ohio does have what I would consider some of the worst drivers in the world. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, it would be definitely uh, Kansas. In our last choice here, Arizona. I'm going to tell you, have you ever been to Lawrence, Kansas? I have not. Is it great? Lawrence, Kansas is a fucking cool town. It is like the Asheville of Kansas. (laughs) That's awesome. I know. I also had maybe my favorite pad thai I've Uh ever had in Lawrence, Kansas at a restaurant called Zen Zero. Awesome. Um, My wife used to live in Kansas as well. Yeah? Maybe I'll have to reverse my stance on Kansas. I mean, that's that's kind of the place in Kansas. Other places I haven't really been to. Yeah. Uh, and our other choice on the quiz here is Arizona. Uh, looks like Mars. Yeah, it does. It does have some pretty elements to it for sure, but it's like... Dude, it, ugh, I, I was I in Arizona and, and somebody pointed and said, yeah, over there by the mountain. And I was like, you mean that big pile of dirt? <laughs> Arizona just looks like a bunch of dirt piles. It does look like a bunch it's of dirt like piles. It's like Mars. 
<laughs> California, of these choices, California is the obvious state that you want to drive well, through. Well, yeah, because you drive through, you can drive through desert, you can drive near the beach, you can drive through forests. Yeah. Uh, you go through entire different climates. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's nice. Mountains, plains, valleys, all of the mm-hmm. above. California is where you want to drive through, given those choices. So that you're picking California, and yeah, just to be different, I'll pick Florida, the Wang of America. Uh, but it, it, does, is. it is is pretty. It's a pretty state. Oh yeah, there's some great beaches. And so I on. Texas not only uh, I have driven through Texas uh, several times, and all of West Texas is the same. The Panhandle's the same. Yeah. Uh, you ever been to a San Antonio? I haven't been to San Antonio. San Antonio fucking rocks. I was going to say... That's a cool fucking place, As you get place, further man. south, it seems a, a bit more interesting. Oh, and the food gets fucking yeah. better and yeah. shit, too, man. Austin is a crazy place. You ever been to Austin? Uh, yeah, I've been to Austin. That, it is fun. That is a place that likes to fucking party. It sure do. It is, like, beyond my speed limit. <laughs> Holy shit, that place Wait, fucking Wait, is it beyond it. the city limits? The Austin, Austin City Limits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Steve, our next question that we have here is choose a license plate. And I'm gonna read these as best as I can because they're kind of slang speech. Oh man. We Kids have in their slang. S T F U P L S. Shut the fuck up, please. Right. L eight R B R A. Later bra. I uh-huh. assume this is like what my wife does when she comes home. Uh-huh. And she's like, I've been wearing this bra too long. Later, bra. Later, bra. Or it is a German dish. I'll have yeah. the later, bra. I'll have the later, bra. <laughs> <laughs> Next plate here is drunk. Well, that's going to get you pulled over. Next one I have here is sort of a bastardized chewing of Chewbacca. Chewbacca. I think it's a bastardized chewing <laughs> spelling of Chewbacca. Next one is BF... Jerky. Best friend jerky? The fuck? Isn't that what the license plate in Jeepers Creepers said? (laughs) (laughs) Is bee eating you not a choice on here? Bee eating you. BF jerky. Oh. It's a Dahmer thing. Oh, Yeah, boyfriend jerky. Boyfriend jerky. Yeah. Makes sense. Next one here is Desnuts. I think which is supposed to be Deez Nuts. That is the name of my fantasy basketball team. Oh. Yeah. We won this year. So Go is that on. your choice? Uh, yeah. I think of these... Man, these are all really lame. All really lame choices. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the uh, the boyfriend jerky because Dahmer. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty tight. These Nuts has a, a deep spot in my heart. Yeah. Because of uh, both Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. And that awesome video of that dude prank calling his friend. Have you ever seen this? Where the... <laughs> It's this guy who's obviously not very bright. <laughs> and he's like, he, he calls his friend and he's like, you know, a uh, letter came in the mail for you today. Uh, and the guy's like, who's, who's the problem? And he's like, D's nuts. <laughs> Got oh, him. <laughs> yeah, of course. I've seen it. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah that's so it's funny. Special. I love the guy on the other end of the phone because he goes, who are you talking to? <laughs> Like, he didn't prank him at all. He was just like, who is this? What? Okay. What? Choose a road to travel. Now, this is uh, a one less traveled. Mm hmm. This is a, I'll describe the pictures. First, we have a icy road. Yeah. uh, It it looks like a mountain town. A Colorado. Yeah. You're going up to the Overlook. 
Yeah. Um, then we have what looks like a nice uh, curvy, probably English road because it's very narrow. Yeah. Um, curving through a nice wood. Looks like it's fall. Then we got a road going through a desert, which okay. looks like Arizona. Yeah. Uh, a road along a nice... It looks like just a sort of like the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, I was going to say it looks like Green around here, yeah. Mountains, yeah. Then we got a, a beach road. Okay. Then we got a road in the middle of a big city. Yeah. Man, of these, I'm going to go with that lovely, that second choice, that sort of fall, one-laney yeah, kind of nice. curvy thing. That reminds me of like that, um, that second level in Need for Speed 3. Oh, okay. I yeah. really like that, man. Yeah, anytime I get to take... By like way, a, speaking of Need for Speed, yeah? this, this movie... The entire time I was like, this should be a Need for Speed game. Oh God, yes. Anyway. <laughs> I love taking taking drives through those nice autumnal Yeah, it's really pretty. You know, it's surrounded by trees, like through I mean, a state live, park and stuff. It's yeah, beautiful. we live right near the Great Smoky Mountain National yeah. Park. You go get on the dragon during the fall, you see it's you know beautiful. some of the worst drivers in the world. Oh my god, yes. People who just bought a motorcycle and thought this will be a fun idea. See, this is what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah, and they don't realize how physically taxing it is to ride your huge Fuck ass me. motorcycle around the skirts. Um Where you going? You know I uh my wife and I have been talking about this and this is this is not true for every big city. Atlanta, in particular, is one of the worst big cities I've ever driven you in. You never want to drive in Atlanta. No. It's the worst. But driving in Los Angeles was less stressful than I've ever been on a road in Tennessee. Okay, here's the thing. I've never driven in Atlanta. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, in, in, L- in LA. Uh-huh. I have ridden in you know cabs and Ubers and shuttles yeah. and stuff. And it's like, it seems like lunacy but the thing is is that everybody's a lunatic so everybody's yeah. on board with it's it. like zen yeah it's like zen lunacy yeah where it's just like you know what? i knew that was gonna happen yeah exactly fine like, i got on the guy... road in los angeles i accept my like what my fate here yeah exactly yeah so whatever happens happens um whereas some of those other cities like you said like driving in atlanta driving oh, in nashville Oh. Fucking sucks, dude. It's the yeah, worst. Yeah, Nashville's terrible. Dude, Atlanta is the worst. Yeah, Atlanta is 100% officially the worst place Jesus, to drive. Jesus, dude. All right, so our next thing we got here is how often do you wash <laughs> your car? <laughs> our choices here are I don't own a car. Okay. At least once a week. Right. I think that, like, probably only, like, people that have just started growing pubes wash their car once a week. Yeah, yeah. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, because you just got this new toy and you want to play with it. Yeah, exactly. Once a month, once every six months, once a year, or you're supposed to wash them? That's my answer, because my wife and I still have dust on my our car from driving to Los Angeles. Oh wow! Yeah, which has been (laughs) yeah we we didn't how long we don't wash it. It was four years ago. Tight. We don't wash it. Um. If I understand, if you live somewhere where there's going to be salt on the roads and stuff, yeah, you need to wash it. Degrade or if you're really trying to impress people with the way your car looks, okay, you're probably going to wash it. But for me, it's like it's fine. I don't give a shit. I don't really give a shit either, man. It, it's one of those things that, man, to me, uh, as I've said, a car is a wheelbarrow that you put your body into. Yeah. I don't fucking care. <laughs> it just if it gets me where I'm going, I'm fine. I know, dude. It's like, does it really matter? Like, dude, if you're filling your fucking wheelbarrow full of dirt or mulch and taking mm-hmm. it across the yard, 
Do you fucking care what that thing looks like? No. I don't. <laughs> Who washes their wheelbarrow? I Ever. know. Exactly. It's just a Unless means you're of carrying like something from somewhere else. you're concrete with it, you're yeah. probably never going to wash it out. Exactly. That's how a car is to me, too, yeah. man. I do tend to wash my car maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, just out of like, oh, it's nice outside. I wouldn't mind being outside for a little while and take my car to the car wash or yeah. something. Yeah, so. and here you do get the issue of pollen. Oh, my. Build up on your car. God, yeah. dude, it's In insane. LA, it was just dust, and that yeah. anytime it would rain, that would just wash off. So right, right, right. Yeah, over here, it's definitely the pollen thing. So, yeah, about, about once a year is when I wash my rig. <laughs> What's next? Uh, choose a set of keys. This is also visual. Okay. Uh, you got a you got one of those keys that flips out like a switchblade. Fancy for you know people that want to be scumbags. Villain key. Mm-hmm. You got uh, some keys tied together with twine. I guess a cute old lady maybe, maybe. has those. Uh, keys with a little clicker thing to uh, car alarm kind of rig. Yeah. Then we got keys with a a heart key ring. Gay. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it seems very happy. <laughs> and you have a key ring with a ton of keys on it. Yeah. Like you're some sort of crazy janitor. And then, of course, we got a set of plastic toy keys. Uh, my key ring definitely re- resembles the one that looks like a crazy set of janitor keys. Because <laughs> I have, like, keys to my, my house, my in-laws' house, my parents' house. Like, yeah. fucking everything on my key ring. So that's probably the one that looks the most like mine i uh also am in that boat but i'm gonna choose the plastic toy keys but i i uh <laughs> from time to time will take keys off of my my yeah. key ring um but i still have keys on my key ring like i have the keys to mcclung tower at university of tennessee oh i also have a key to a bill a Pellissippi state community college building where i taught oh they don't really change those locks Strangely get up enough. in there if, if you guys want to go hang out Pellissippi State <laughs> Community College let Dollywood Steve know about let it let me know we'll go do it Ben choose a pair of fuzzy dice fuzzy dice well these are easy to describe they're just different colors yeah you got red you got violet you got what, purple yeah you got blue mm-hmm. you got black and you got green I think that if I was to hang a pair of fuzzy dice uh-huh. uh, along my... Cheech and Chong style. Correct. Along my mirror. Uh-huh. That is so out of character for me to do that. Yeah. That I think I would probably want the OG, like the traditional. Yeah. Like, I love green and I love purple. Yeah. Those are like my favorite colors. You're a big Mardi Gras guy. I'm a big Gravedigger monster truck guy. Oh, Yeah. Exactly. I mean, look at that. Fucking, or sting sometimes. See that fucking guitar hanging up back there? Grave digger. That was fucking swirled for grave digger colors. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but it's like that's so out of character for me that I think that if I did hang fuzzy dice, I would want the traditional black and white. There you go. I you? would. Uh, I'd go blue. Yeah. It's uh, my second favorite color. Right up next to orange. Yeah, love that orange. Boom. All right, Steve. Choose. A radio station. Radio, okay. What are you going to listen to on that radio? You're uh-huh. going to listen to today's top 100? Okay. I wouldn't even know four of them. I would know several of them. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, my guitar students and stuff, like, my students that are, like, teenagers and stuff. Yeah. 
like, yeah, what you been listening to? And they were like, just a bunch of stuff you never heard of. And I was like, <laughs> I bet you're right. Awesome. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I don't know what the fuck is popular right now. I listen to the podcast Who Charted every week. And yeah. so I do know, generally, the top five of, of something. Is any of it good? Sometimes. Yeah. Rarely. I mean, a lot of times it's just Ed Sheeran. Uh, or Taylor Swift. Man, why is fucking Ed Sheeran popular? I don't fucking get it. I don't know. <laughs> I do. Like, he is completely average singer, songwriter bullshit. And let's be real here. He's fucking ugly. He's I don't understand the dude, appeal. Yeah. Um, I think it's that he's in love with the shape of you. Gross. Well, okay. I mean, one man's trash. So a... he likes a pair. Whatever. <laughs> Okay, so I it's like Brad pear- Pitt. Dude, R. Kelly already covered this. I thought you liked pears. <laughs> and Trapped in the Closet. You remember yes. that? Trapped in I the got Closet you some is one of the most insane things I've ever How watched. How did that happen? I don't know. It's the best. Yeah, you can go check it out if you've never <laughs> seen it. It'll blow your fucking mind. Uh, urban Top 100? Does okay. that just mean... Yeah. I believe it means hip-hop, yeah. Alternative top 100 for edgy white people. Oh man, country top 100 for not edgy white people, <laughs> classic rock for white people, yeah, or NPR for the whitest people. For the whitest of people, wow. Uh, I'm gonna go urban top 100. That's your jam, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing I guess classic rock also. Do they I play was gonna SoundCloud say NPR on the radio? would be my second. Huh? Yeah? Do they play SoundCloud on the radio? They do. Tight. A lot of Xanax rap. It's good stuff. Man, I'm fucking classic rock as fuck. You know yeah. me. I want a fucking Guns N' Roses. I want an ACDC. I want a Led Zepp. Just a small town girl. <laughs> Journey my ass, please. Yeah, no, 100%. I listen to classic rock pretty regularly, but I, I listen to hip-hop all the time. So. What, you think... Rock is going to get better than classic? I don't think so, no. Fuck no. Has it? Ever? No. Name one instance of it being good after classic. Uh, 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 uh. Can't. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a fast food drive through Ben. I'd rather this not. This is awesome. I'd rather not. Oh, man. You're all over the map here. We got In-N-Out. That's a West Coast fucking favorite. I love I love In and Out. I'm a big fan. I am not insane about it, dude. Oh. Like every year, you know, every year I, I go out to LA and I do the Nam show. Mm-hmm. At least I'm out there every year. You for go that. show them like how you killed a bunch of Vietnamese people. Yeah, out in Nam. Yeah, I got Nam. Charlie. I got him. I got a necklace of ears from Charlie. <laughs> right? Isn't that what you do? Yes, I don't know. That's what you do. <laughs> Get a necklace of ears from Charlie. Ooh, yowza. And all my buddies are all like, oh, man, we got to go in and out and stuff. Yeah. I just, I mean, just if you're in L.A., it. it's not the first place I'd go. But, dude, it's like, is Five Guys not better than in and out I think Five Guys is better than in and out I think they're different in a different category. Well, duh, they're different. I mean, but they're in a different category, <laughs> you know? like Because Five Guys is all over the map. They're making tons of different types of burgers. Man, are they? Aren't, aren't they? I don't think so. I mean, they got, like, they got, burger, cheeseburger, double bacon. I mean, that's where you go crazy right there. Look at The it. bacon. The non-kosher. <laughs> I, I like an In-N-Out. I like an animal style. Uh, I'm digging Man, I ain't about to. I ain't about to put fucking Thousand Island on nothing. Dude, 
I'll put Thousand Island up your butt. I wish that in the, in the <laughs> honor of this movie, they called it Packard style, which is with Thousand Island and mayonnaise. <laughs> That's how he likes it. That's disgusting. I like, man, I, oh. I like, I like that burger sauce. I like, um, you know what? Yuck. I'm a big fan of In-N-Out, but number two choice, Whataburger, also great. Okay, I don't think I've ever been to Whataburger. Whataburger's good. I don't think I have. Like, of these choices, like, okay, sorry, I interrupted you. What's the choices? In-N-Out, Whataburger. Oh, In-N-Out, Whataburger, uh, Burger King. False. Mackey Days. No. Sonic. Wendy's. I, I think if I was if I was forced to eat from one of these, as you know, I'm not much of a fast foodsman. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to fast food, it's probably going to be a chicken fillet. Okay. You, B- because you love the their Lord. politics. Yeah. <laughs> They have a great, they have a great chicken sandwich. I understand. It's so good. It is. But of these choices, if I had to fast food myself, I'm probably gonna go to Wendy's and get a spicy chick. That's a perfect choice. The Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is it's the good, dominant man. spicy chicken. I'm gonna sandwich. get that with uh, a lettuce and a tomato, and uh-huh. that's all. Yeah. Maybe I, a French potato fries. I like pickles on my spicy chicken sandwich. Fuck you. <laughs> but you don't like pickles at all. That ain't me. That ain't you. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, my wife and I used to enjoy sonic until yeah. we just found out that they only pay their car hops four dollars an hour really you're expected to tip but they don't put up any sign encouraging no. you to that's evil so fuck them but, uh, but at there. the same time it's like every other restaurant pays their servers like two dollars an hour yeah it's fucking ridiculous i hate that i hate tipping that's unreal to me that there are yeah. people in america Right now, I'm making fucking two dollars. Yeah, and what they, the fuck can you buy on two dollars? They just accept whatever crumbs their their boss from off the street give them. It's That's fucking ridiculous. Insane. It is. Now, I, I served three uh, tables for three years. Yeah. I always tip twenty percent or more. Yeah. Um. Dude, but I'm, I know that's an ex- the exception, not the rule. Here's a fact, man. I think that every fucking American. Yeah. You know how, like, in, in some countries, they, um, like, in Israel, they force everyone to serve in the military for yeah. a set number of years? I really do think, in America, everyone should be forced to work a restaurant or service yeah. job. To be able to ever eat at a restaurant? I mean, just to be human. Yeah. I really do think so. Like, the the, the way that I see people fucking treat their servers yeah. and cashiers and stuff. It's like, motherfucker, you you've don't never understand. Done this. You ain't never been here, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's the worst. I hate the... I I seriously hate tipping and wish we would eliminate it legally just Mm -hmm. as a practice. It shouldn't... Like, charge me more for the food and pay my server a goddamn living wage. No shit. (laughs) Fucking... It's it's also a thing I've started doing. You know how, like, uh, places all want you to do their surveys on their, their, like, you know, receipts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've started doing them and... uh, giving them all fives and then putting in the comment box i'll give you uh tens on everything when you start paying your servers a living wage no or shit. start paying your you know whoever a living wage because like i think Dude. they just don't get the message and they need to get it that fucking people are being paid the same they were being paid 10 years ago it's minimum insane. wage. Like, it's unbelievable dude yeah and everything's gone up in price every fucking thing everything it's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely nuts, man. And I, I just feel like if everybody fucking had to work a service or serving job, yeah. I mean, whether it's a cashier or a 
you know, a, a host or server or whatever. Yeah, you learn to fucking respect people. Fuck yeah. yeah. Because you're like, this isn't easy. No. It's Walk a, on their I, fucking shoes. The only thing I still have nightmares about that I've been separated forever from is yeah. serving tables. I still have really? nightmares where I have a bunch of tables and I like forgot to put their order in or I oh, don't shit. remember what they wanted. Like still have those nightmares. And my wife does too. It's crazy. Like wow. it's like PTSD. Holy shit. It's ridiculous. That's crazy, man. Anyway, so you picked Wendy's and Wendy's is the perfect choice, I think. Um, for me. McDonald's is is out for me, one hundred percent. I just it's bland. Burger King, I don't like that fake smoke flavor. So it's no. down to Whataburger in and out. In and out doesn't have a chicken sandwich, Whataburger does. So Whataburger. There you go. What a burger, man. All right, Steve, choose a pet. Oh, man. Already chosen. We got a derg. <laughs> a cute little dog, yeah. We got a snark. A little snark. We got a Kurt. Oh. Kitty Kurt. We got a lizard. A lizard. Bernie. Oh, thank you, Bernie. We got Bunny Sanders right there. Bunny Sanders. Oh. Who wouldn't vote for Bunny Sanders? Hey, listen, a rabbit should run for president. And I would vote. A little socialist for bunny. her. Oh my uh-huh. god! Uh huh. You thought the rabbit was a man. I didn't assume. <laughs> we also got a hearse. A hearse. A pony hearse. Okay. Um. Well, we've both chosen this in real life. Yeah. Um. Dirt. But just for fun, those I'll pick a, a bunny. Okay. That that's funny because I figured you'd choose dog and oh. I was gonna choose bunny. So I uh, I used to have a pet rabbit. Yeah, I did too. Oh, well, I it wasn't mine. It was the school's pet rabbit, but I took it like every weekend to take care of it. So when I was like a teenager, we had, um, I, I don't know. I don't even know if you'd classify it as a small farm, but we had like some chickens mm-hmm. and ducks. And we had a few other like variety animals that we would, you know, try out. So we had like fucking guinea hens uh-huh. and we had, you know, rabbits yeah. and stuff like this that lived in the pen outside. Which led to, I actually think, probably like the grossest thing I've ever experienced in my life. What it was. So, <laughs> we had two rabbits, and they lived in like an outdoor like hutch. Okay. You know, it was, it was kind of like a little screened-in pen uh-huh. kind of thing. And they were awesome. We'd go out there, and we'd pay attention to them all the time, and fucking pet them, and play with them, and let them roam around, and so mm. on. They were great. And... One day, they started developing these fucking, it, w- it was like little, like, craters. Okay. On their bodies. Just oh, like no. the- these fucking, like, you know, like, holes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And my mom did, like, research and stuff on it. And we- we've always been the kind of fucking people that were just like, don't go to the doctor, do it yourself. <laughs> He's just going to do what you're going to do. <laughs> And so she figured out that it was, <laughs> it was some kind of, it was some kind of weird, I, I don't even know what it was, like horsefly larvae or Jesus something like this. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, it was some kind of insect that just basically like lays its eggs in bunnies. Oh, God. Dude. And it was the worst. It was the fucking worst, dude. Basically, Ugh. like what my mom read online is that what you do is you take the animal and you take like an eyedropper full of like oil like Mm -hmm. olive oil Mm -hmm. and you put a few drops inside of this like crater fucking hole Mm -hmm. 
I mean, seriously, it's like a fucking hole just drilled a hole in this rabbit. In the body. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and it's just where this larvae thing is like burrowed into it. And so you put a few drops of like oil. Insects, get it together. I mean, this was seriously like live action David Cronenberg fucking shit. And so you put a few drops of oil like into the hole, and what happens is the larvae thing can't get oxygen. And it dies. No, so it pokes its head out, and you fucking pull it out. Oh Jesus! And then you stomp it on the ground. <laughs> and so my mom and I went out there. It sounds like a chapter in Lord of the Rings. It was no, it was like a chapter in a fucking HP Lovecraft oh. book. It was the worst. It's like here's my adorable, beautiful little pet bunny. Oh. Covered in like holes all over its flesh. And it's like, here, let's just drop some oil into these holes and here's here's this little fucking thing like winking its head out of this oh. <laughs> dude. Here's the worst. And here's my mom like pulling it out with tweezers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this big, fat, wrinkly larvae Jesus. maggot thing. I don't care for this. Dude, it was the worst. Yeah. And then you fucking stomp it until it's dead. Uh, yeah, hopefully. It was legit the grossest thing. <laughs> like, I've seen some gross stuff in my life. That was the grossest thing I've ever seen in real life. It was the worst. Yeah. If you have bunnies, keep them indoors. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Jesus. Keep them away from the goddamn burrowing worms. It was so bad, dude. Yuck. Maybe there was spice from from Dune in the bunnies. <laughs> yeah. Those were, those were going to be much bigger worms. Eventually. His name was a killing worm. That <laughs> 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 fucking... What do, they, what do they call it? The Sidorak, whatever. Was that Tatarak? Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Steve, how many traffic tickets have you received? Oh, a lot. Zero. Uh-huh. Un. Uh-huh. De. I've received both of those. Trois. Right. Qua. Uh-huh. Five or more. Five or more. That's you? Yeah. I are get a lot sp- of traffic tickets when I was... Are you a speed was... demon or what? I used to speed a lot, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Have you since quit? Uh, yeah. I just, uh... As an old man, have realized that dying in a car wreck sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I I drive the speed limit. Tight. It's boring. So, I um, I have gotten warnings and citations. Uh huh. I've actually never like paid a ticket. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I like generally drive pretty conservatively. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gotten pulled over for shit like having, you know, like a fucking headlight out. Mm-hmm. Or most recently, I got fucking busted because I had that little light over your license plate out. Oh, okay. Bullshit. Yeah, it's that's just a bullshit to ticket. Pull you over. Uh-huh. But it's like, in all those cases, it's the kind of thing where it's just like, well, go to court and prove that you fucking fixed it and it's fine. Yeah, I've had to do that before. Yeah. So I've actually never had a traffic ticket. Holy shit. Isn't that fucking weird? I got pulled over driving through Carson Newman campus yeah. doing 60. That That's where I got caught with my little uh, tail, uh, license plate bulb. Yeah. Man. They asked me what I thought the 60 speed on limit Carson was. Newman campus? Yeah. They what asked road me... is long enough to get up to 62 up there? <laughs> I don't remember what the name of the roads <laughs> are there. Holy shit. I, I, they asked me what I thought the speed limit was, and I said 40. <laughs> still, and, wrong. still wrong. Still <laughs> wrong. Uh, and also he was like, you thought the speed limit was 40 and you were driving 60. And I was like, <laughs> well, I figured you'd give me a little room. 
<laughs> little wiggle room. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I stopped speeding. Awesome. But I have had a, a, a number of tickets. Awesome. All right. So now we're at the end of our quiz here, man. What famous car are you? The Batmobile from Tim Burton's Batman. Holy shit. You're the Batmobile? Mm-hmm. That's fucking sick. And the Tim Burton one that looks like a like 1930s Duesenberg or something. Let me see. Oh, yeah, that's the fucking yeah. one. That's something like Batman 88, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it says 1989 was a weird year. 89, sorry. For Batman, but let's be honest, you were probably the coolest thing on the streets of Gotham that year. Well, maybe. I think so. So what if the new Batmobile could probably crush you into a pancake? Sometimes style <laughs> is way more important than strength. That's tight. So I apparently am the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. Awesome. Which I'm very okay yeah. with. <laughs> If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. But who the hell do they call when they need to get there? You. And to think that you used to carry around corpses. Oh. That's tight. Wow. I'm actually just generally stoked that we didn't get the same answer. Yeah, that's uh like that's a new one. A first. Good job, BuzzFeed. Good job. That's a pretty cool quiz right there. I enjoyed that. Way to go, Chelsea Peretti's brother. Yeah, look at that. Well, now that we figured out what classic car we are, let's, let's talk about this classic car movie. Let's talk about this movie that uh, when they re-release the the Blu-ray, yeah. I'm sure they'll include my quote, which is, would have made a better trapper cre- keeper than a movie. <laughs> would have made a, a better, better trapper, trapper keeper, keeper than a movie. Than a movie. Mm-hmm. It, I hope it also includes my quote of, it's the best movie ever. <laughs> Holy shit. You got a wraith. long way to walk to prove that, sir. Man, <laughs> this fucking movie. Boy. I watched it for the first time probably maybe like eight or nine months ago, I think. Okay. And I think it was one of those things where it's like I had kind of run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. And it was there. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's an 80s horror movie. Whatever. Might as well check it out. Yeah, it'll probably be cool. Yeah. And I remember watching it, and like all that I could think of is like, this seems like a Lonely Island movie. Yeah. Like yeah, Andy, that's Andy pretty Andy Samberg like, wrote this. Uh-huh. 100%. It is so fucking weird and stupid yeah. and nonsensical. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And maybe not deliberately funny. I don't think it don't was deliberately know. funny, and let me tell you why. <laughs> this movie was written and directed by Mike Marvin. Mike Marvin. Mike I don't know who Marvin. that is. Now, Ben, this this is also an interesting uh, little tidbit of information. Our past three episodes have been written and directed by the same person. Julia Ducarnal, Kevin Smith, and Mike Marvin. Me- Mike Marvin doesn't fit with those two. Yeah? Julia Ducarnal fucking nailed it with Raw. Kevin yeah, Smith. Yeah, awesome. Okay, fun job with Tusk. Fun movie. Mike Marvin, Ben. He, uh, well known for being the writer of Hot Dog the Movie. The and, fuck is Hot Dog the Movie? And the director of Hamburger the Motion Picture. No. Uh-huh. Wait, what? are you serious? Yeah. Hot Dog the Movie. Hollywood has not been devoid of ideas uh, only in the past few years. It's always <laughs> been devoid of ideas. And Hamburger the Motion Hamburger, Picture. Hamburger the Motion Picture. What the fuck are either of those? I don't know. Um, what? 
he also uh, writes and directs softcore Skinamax films under the name Jake Kesey. What has he made? Oh, I didn't write down any of the names. That makes me so happy. Yeah. By the way, he uses the name of the character in this movie, Jake Kesey. No way. Yeah. Like This is like his calling card. Yeah. It's crazy. This is his statement. Yeah. Mike Marvin. Oh, my God. Now, Ben, uh, <laughs> this movie causes a lot of rage in me. Um, I It has its charms, for sure. I want to make a video game based on your problems with this called Steve's of Rage. Steve's of Rage. For Game Gear. Game Gear. Yeah, I think people should be developing more Game Gear games. I think so. I mean, it's an open market. Steve's of Rage. Um, What's your rage fucking pointed well, towards here? One, uh, a man died making this movie. Somebody died. I Somebody mean, lost their life if for you're this to be made. Eat shit and become worm food. Uh-huh. It should probably be for a pretty excellent cause. Ben, a stunt man. Uh, no, he was a camera operator. No, not even a stunt per- guy. Yeah, a camera operator that operating uh, one of the speeding car cams. Oh man, the car was uh, overly heavy. Toppled over. Killed. You him. lose the race. You, you lose. lose your life. <laughs> um. So. Just think about this. There was some kid who came home from school that day. Yeah. To the news that his father had died. On the set of The Wraith. On the set of The Wraith. And the kid thought, you know what? When that movie comes out, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see the last work of my father. And that kid saw that movie. I'm going to say it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think he fucking said? Do you think he just sat there and like maybe like rubbed his hands and went, Fuck. (laughs) My dad died for nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and guarantee that that child has some issues. I think he might have grown up to become a supervillain. Yeah, he may be Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> or an Elon Musk waiting to turn feral. He's waiting, just waiting. He's, dude, it's coming. He's gnashing whenever, his teeth dude, to become whenever fairly. Elon Musk decides to become a supervillain... He's going to be Victor Von Doom, I It's going to be ugly. Yeah. It's going to be like fucking Lex Luthor. Yeah. Times a million. Times oh. 9-11. Times 9-11. Yeah. Lex Luthor times 9-11 equals Elon Musk. Jesus Christ. It's going to happen. Shit's getting real. <laughs> um, What, what else, else rages you? What else rages me? Is that um, Charlie Sheen is in this movie? <laughs> yeah, okay. And Charlie yeah. Sheen, Tiger Blood, Tiger Blood, Charlie Sheen. Um, he had just gotten back from filming Platoon. Okay, so that came Without, out they, right there, right? Yeah, for a month, all the stars of Platoon went through like this heavy-duty, crazy fucking military training. Oliver Stone fucking movie. He's in the Philippines. He gets back. He's like, I've just made the fucking uh, movie that's probably going to make my career. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. He was, he was right, probably. Yeah, probably. And then he was like, So what do you got for me next? And his agent was like, <laughs> It's called The Wraith. All right, all right, describe it. Maybe that. I don't know that I can. All right. I'm Who else board. is in it? Randy Quaid. All right. Clint Howard. Clint Howard, okay. Sherilyn Finn, she's pretty. All right, I'll give this a try. And then he showed up to this. 
He said, I'm on a winning streak. <laughs> he did. I got he the hot like, hand. Yeah. I bet if you ask Charlie Sheen, what are the highlights of your career? Well, the Wraith and then the end. Dude, I want to talk with everyone who is involved in this movie and just be like, yes. what the fuck was this like? Specifically the guy who played Skank. Oh, I want to know God. what was happening. What else happened to that guy after this movie? I want to know. He's actually been in a lot of stuff. I looked up his IMDb. Yeah? He has been in a ton of stuff. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he got off the hydraulic fluid. <laughs> this was his first thing, though. Was it really? He, this is his first movie, and he's reading the character, and movie. he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go insane. I I'm mean, just gonna, I'm gonna make weird noises and strange faces, and fucking just go crazy." That's amazing. I mean, especially considering this is his first role. That's, yeah, that's actually pretty bad. It's also pretty awesome that a guy who's probably in his mid forties playing a teenager just got <laughs> into the movie. Biz. Nick Cassavetes, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, this, this is, fucking movie, dude. It's so weird. Like, what is it? Yeah. Okay. So let's. What's the story? A, a gang of car pirates, street pirates, street car pirates, <laughs> uh, <laughs> kill a guy because he's having sex with a girl that the main gang leader wants to have sex he with. He likes her. Yeah. That guy comes back to life in For the form unexplained reasons. In the form. Of uh, Charlie Sheen, also the form of a, a a driver of a car that's obviously not Charlie Sheen. No, and then a car. Also, also. the car. Uh huh. Yeah. And also a bike because the bike itself also yeah, turns it into also, stars. Yeah, it also like teleports and stuff. So as everything, he comes back as everything. But he's still limited for some reason it to seems needing that way. to kill the gang members in street races. Not with his fucking shotgun. Not with his shotgun that he has that's, I don't know, like Nintendo powered up. And he's limited in the fact that he can't look like what he used to. Yeah. And he has the scars that he would have never developed as he was stabbed (laughs) to death and died. And for some reason, there are braces on his body when he's the driver. I don't, That disappear after he kills one of the guys from the gang. All that I can imagine. They disappear. By the way, not all of them disappear. One at a time disappear. One at a time. I can only imagine that the origin of this movie Mm -hmm. was that one time, like some kind of bigwig Hollywood producer (laughs) and a couple of guys that had some, 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 what they thought were good ideas. Mike Marvin. Yes. Mike Marvin (laughs) got like just out of their minds like coked out fucked uh-huh. up just crazy like raged one night mm-hmm. and they were up till fucking dawn and they schemed and they were like to be sick if there was this movie where this guy dies and he comes back as a car and a guy and he gets revenge on the people and Sherilyn Finn's boobs and bobs yeah and <laughs> then they blacked out uh-huh. And they woke up in the morning, Mike, and what was Mike's last name? Mike Marvin. Mike Marvin. And the other dudes woke up and they were just like, oh my God, what happened last night? And they found like a note uh-huh. from like the producer guy, like an envelope of money that was like, oh man, so excited to see the movie we planned last night. Uh-huh. Can't wait to hear from you in a month. Yeah. And here's an envelope full of money to make the movie. And then they closed the folder. 
Yeah. And it was inside a Trapper Keeper. And they were like, there's the movie. There's the movie right there. It's a Trapper Keeper. Because this movie was filmed in 28 days. <laughs> it was. It was filmed in 28 days. And they were I like, mean, well, I guess we're making a movie. Zombies took over London in 28 days. So Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> so I think that that is how this movie got made. Is that they just woke up after a huge fucking crazy coke bender and stuff. And they were like, yeah. oh, god damn it. We have to turn something in. Oh, my kid's homework is in this. Let me grab some. Wait a second. What's this on the cover? This trapper Keeper is, is pretty cool. Is this a cool. Dodge Turbo Interceptor? With lightning around There's it? There's the fucking movie. Boom. <laughs> How do we get here? Where do we go from here? Hold on. Let me just open it up. Oh, look. There's a dirt bike folder inside. <laughs> oh, there's another cool car folder. There's some what? boobs. Look, there's a bo- boobs folder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to have a talk with him about this, but it's, uh, let's keep it going. <laughs> Elaborate more. <laughs> It seems like it's a revenge, a vengeance sort of thing. A spirit it's of vengeance of, comes yeah, back. Kind of, but for reasons. Yeah, for reasons. Um, he comes back in what seems like a commercial for the Dodge Interceptor. Absolutely. Which is just a bunch of lights flying across the country like to sperms. form together at the crossroads. They just look like sperms flying yeah. across the roads. It's insane. And they make a mega car that's huge, then it shrinks. Yeah. It gets real big, then gets normal sized. the The car itself blows up and regenerates yeah. all the time. All frequently, yeah. Um, the thing in the car, the driver, yeah, uh, is I guess trying to get rid of his braces to go to heaven. Can you imagine, Ooh. though, considering? <laughs> Considering how dark the windows and windshield of the car mm-hmm. are tinted, and the driver of the vehicle is also wearing a full race suit and helmet uh-huh. with tinted visor. Yeah. I bet he can't see shit. Oh, he can't see a damn thing. So I bet all those parts in the movie where the car is like parked long ways, like blocking the road. Yeah. Is, he has no he idea what's happening. He can't see shit. He's like, I'll take the turn. I'll cut him off at the pass. <laughs> It just turns out he, he really just can't fucking see I'll anything. I'll cut him off at the pass. Should have been a line in this movie. Why is he wearing a helmet if he's like undead and can regenerate indefinitely? Like a why helmet is, is this something movie? you wear. Why is this movie? What like none of like why is it why is he wearing a helmet? What do those braces do? Why does he have a shotgun that he doesn't he use doesn't to kill use. the people he wants to kill? He's got to kill him in a race. Unless of course they're uh, skanking his pal Gutter Boy. In which case, he kills them by just driving into the warehouse that they... Directly exploding them. Somehow. What? Or if they're Rughead, uh, a.k.a. Clint Howard, he just doesn't kill him at all. He, he gets away no part for of some reason. Business. Yeah. It's weird. And then Nick Cassavetes is just wearing puka shells, and we're supposed to believe he's a badass. He's just fucking chomping on a candy necklace the whole movie. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse this. Nick Cassavetes, also known as the director of the Notebook. That's true. He directed the Notebook. He did. He directed the Notebook. He was big badass, and then he directed the Notebook. Uh, he's he's truly a despicable character in this. Let's like, talk about the he's cast. He's easily hated because the cast of characters in this movie is so Strange. stupid. Mm-hmm. 
It's odd. It doesn't make any sense. Why are these people hanging out? <laughs> I don't know. The, the gang consists of Packard, who is a 40-year-old, obviously. Yeah, he's and he's mad because he's 40 and he's still in high school. Yeah. Uh, he just can't seem to figure out English. Major League one. Insecure has a gigantic switchblade fetish. Oh, man. Always pulling out that fucking switchblade. Dude, he is getting that switchy out, that flick knife. Mm-hmm. A little flick knife on you. I think that this movie actually flick has... Flick it again. <laughs> I think it has more flick knife content than any movie we've yeah, ever Yeah, no, it's the head... So we know he's scummy. Because he's just whipping that fucking switchblade out at any moment. Including just to fucking cut his own hand. Open. Just to cut his own... He's got a point to prove, though, Ben. We know that. Yeah, and the <laughs> point is... <laughs> when you love someone as much as I love you... After a while, you feel nothing. <laughs> when you feel nothing, you can do anything. Man, he's transcended. <laughs> he's Listen, he's got that serious shit. He's telling you. Yeah. All right? Meditate on his words. Um, we, got, we got Rughead, who's Clint Howard, who Clint is... Clint Howard, who I think is at least... I mean, if, if fucking... Uh, if Packard is 40, Clint Howard is at least 60 in this movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. And he... Um, he has a racer head hair. He has a racer head hair. Yeah. And I love that he has not only his methods of... Uh, he has his nighttime race countdown where he has a flashlight with a piece of cardboard in yeah. front of it. Yeah, uh-huh. But he also has his daytime race countdown. Where he just has a handkerchief. The handkerchief, and he drops it and waves it around and runs yeah. away. Normally, that is in in movies with racing, you have some hot girl do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, you know it's so performative and and whatnot. Yeah. But in this, they have Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, we sense. can't listen. We have Sherilyn Finn over here. We could have her do it. No, 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 no. Why? Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. And he is kind of like the 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 I guess kind of the mad scientist of the bunch who's yeah. like figuring out ways to uh, soup up the cars mm-hmm. and. And do crazy stuff. He's also the best actor in the movie by a mile. Yeah. He's better than anyone else. Like, easily. Yeah, he's actually dedicated to it. Like, he, he how? knows. I don't know how. Despite the fact that it's it's terrible, that he's going to be consistently working for the rest of his life. So, he's going to do his best. Dude, what do you think about Gutter Boy? Gutter Boy is uh, obviously supposed to be a low IQ individual. I think that he has already fried some brain cells. Yeah, he is um, always making like crying noises and stuff in the background and like whimpering. whimpering. Yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. It's he real seems strange. reluctant to be a part of this gang. Yeah, as does Rughead. Actually, yeah. Uh, everyone doesn't seem uh, too, too enthused, board, yeah. except for uh, Packard, yeah. who is a true psychopath, just a real fucking dirtball. Minty and Augie probably seem kind of on board. Yeah, Minty is the guy who, when he takes off his letter jacket, looks like a completely different character. Like a Jewish accountant. Yeah, he puts on, he puts on a green visor. 
and some glasses, and he's just walking around with a calculator. He's got shit to fucking figure out. I didn't out. even realize that that was the same character. I didn't. I thought they were introducing us to a new part of the gang. Yeah, I thought that guy was just like the accountant that hung out at the shop. And it's like, no, that's Minty. That's and, the same guy. And then Augie, who is a gay and has a crush on Packard. Now, that's your that's your theory, that's right? That's my theory. That is not really played out in the movie. Yeah, but and, I, I got some proof, man. I'll tell you this. And, and Augie, like the big biggest impact he made on me is his words not mine he, he calls the dude a faggot a bunch of times he does and that seems to be kind of his kind of his thing yeah his go-to is is uh calling someone out for being homosexual yeah in hopes that they will say i am and he'll be like oh fine cool Good. Me too. can we do this here is okay Hit now me. Augie always wears a belly shirt. That's not necessarily gay. He's always doing that. He's but he is always wearing a belly shirt. Yeah. Um, He's showing the goods. Always giving very emphatic high fives to Packard. Sometimes two to three in a scene. Yeah. Now, but okay. Those are just like, eh, whatever. Here's, here's where it gets interesting. Okay. Packard says this to Augie before he races the wraith. Yeah. Tear this guy a new asshole. Do it to him, Augie style. <laughs> right? What now? Yeah. <laughs> Packard knows what's up. He knows Augie's gay and he knows he wants to fuck him. Really? Maybe he's even let him tear him a new asshole. It might have happened. I can go ahead and guarantee Packard's the bottom. He's one of those guys who like projects like he's in control yeah, out yeah, in yeah. public. Then when he gets in bed, he's like, well, you, you know. Power bottom. Yeah. I'll Damn. generate all the power. Damn. <laughs> I think you might not be wrong here. I think Augie's gay. Um, and I think that they use uh, the best character, Skank, yeah. as a, a ruse to keep Augie off our gaydar. Because, you know, Skank's oh. wearing the makeup. He also wears some tight, like, vests he does. tucked into high-waisted pants. But you never get the dresser. idea that he is gay at right. any point. Right, right, right. That's interesting. I think you might not be wrong there. Yeah. I think, I'll tell you this, Mike Marvin, he's been an advocate for the LGBT community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, um, but yeah, no, like this, the the characters. I mean, Skank. We have to talk about Skank. Skank, Skank is, is the best character. He's the, the best movie. character, the most interesting character. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Skank. I have no clue what the fuck is happening. With that he's character. insane. He is a guy who has a mohawk that changes colors, sometimes several times every yeah. day. He has a different makeup scheme yep. every single scene to match his hawk or his clothes. Yeah. He he has that Robert De Niro laugh face where he's like, eh, yeah, eh. he makes weird like where just the also, corners of the mouth go down. He goes, eh, eh, eh. And he makes a <laughs> lot of weird like noises and shit too. He does. And like, oh, also he drinks uh, fluids for cars. He tends to like to get fucked up by drinking anything that you shouldn't consume. Brake fluid, hydraulic fluid. WD-40. WD-40 straight up the nose. Just spray it. I would think that any of those things would actually just make you like violently ill. And yeah. And wouldn't actually get you high. Yeah. There's no... Listen. I should think. There's no reason, kids, to try this. Don't drink hydraulic fluid. Don't drink brake fluid. Don't spray WD-40 directly into your sinuses. I shouldn't think you ought to. I... 
you know, whatever. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, get your jollies in more traditional ways. Yeah. yeah. To drugs and alcohol is what I'm saying. I should think. Yeah. But yeah, so all these characters are insane. Then we also have Sherilyn Finn, who I don't even know what her character's name is. Carrie. Carrie. Um, who just shouldn't be mixed up with these guys. No. She seems to just be trying to go to school and go to work and be a normal person. And her entire social circle is insane people. Insane males. Insane males. Like she has no female to turn to. No. And be friends with or have anything to do with. She is just Or even say by words to. The movie definitely does not pass that Bechdel test. Nope. At all. It's uh it's real rapey and abusy. Extremely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a movie that makes me happy. In moments. Like, there are a lot of moments where I'm like, God, this is just sick. I don't like this. What do you think about Jake, played by Charlie Sheen? Uh, he's uh, Obviously, Charlie Sheen, you can just see it in his eyes. He was over the movie before it even started. He's yeah. just like, yeah, okay, that's the line. All right, I'll say it. Yeah, I think he was already kind of dead by that point. Yeah. I think he maybe only has like 10 or 20 lines in the whole He's movie. barely in it. Yeah. And, yeah, and it looks like they probably shot most of his stuff in a couple days. Yeah, probably. And he was like, okay, off to do Wall Street. How about Billy? Billy. Okay, so Billy looks like Ralph Macchio. Kind of does, yeah. yeah. Um, he, well, he's got jokes, that Billy. He is full of them. Um, They're about, not funny, but he has Yeah, them. he makes burgers. Um, and the fumes apparently make him crazy. He says so. He says... Uh, he really doesn't have much of a personality. No. He's just there to tell us the story. What like, about he, Loomis? Loomis is... It's Randy Quaid. You can't take <laughs> Randy Quaid seriously <laughs> as a sheriff. No, never. But he's like... He has the most serious part in the whole movie. Well, he's also the only adult in the movie. Yeah, he is. Well, they're the other cops, but like they're not there, really... There are also the other people in the movie that are the same age as him, but they're playing teenagers. Yeah, they're pretending to be teenagers. Because reasons. <laughs> That's the thing about this movie that I find really strange is I guess this movie takes place in Never Never Land, where there are no adults. Yeah, nobody grows up. Which would make Loomis kind of the Captain Hook of the movie. Okay. All right. And because, the wraith is like the crocodile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, Loomis is trying to break up the fun mm. the same way that, that Captain Hook was. Yeah. And obviously all the other boys and stuff in this movie are out going on adventures and fucking mm -hmm. all this stuff. And so. then you have the one girl, that's Wendy. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's very Peter Panny. Wow. I know, right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of a modern day. Okay. So now I get it. Now Peter it's Pan. a modern day From the Peter story Pan. of the crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Yeah, I want to see the perspective of the crocodile. <laughs> Dude. So, okay. Now, there's so many lines in this movie. Like, uh, this movie is written <laughs> to shit. Like, this is not one of those where they were like, this will happen and this will happen and you guys will just say some words. 
all of the lines are obviously meticulously written and don't mean a goddamn thing I when said out loud. I understand. Like, dude, at the very first of the movie, when we have this couple driving down the road and they get um, stopped by our, our gang of toughs. Uh-huh. And uh, fucking Packard pulls up, you know, to the mm-hmm. side of the car. The driver of the car is like, what do you want? He says, well... Something pink. Let's just say it's pink. And then the girl goes, oh, no. <laughs> like, obviously... I'm pink. Yeah, this is a, a rape reference, right? No. Gross. He's talking about your pink slip to your car. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> I actually had thought about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what he meant. This is kind of like earlier when we were talking about what Eskimo brothers actually are. <laughs> because Eskimos have both slid through the same hole in the igloo. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Eskimo brothers are. So wait, wait, wait. When he said it's something pink. He meant the pink slip to his car. Holy. Yeah. Shit. But he was also making a menacing reference to rape. But but you know what though? It's like all that he does in this movie is seek out cars. Yeah. And later on, like Carrie even makes that 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 she has that line. She's like, "I've never made love to you." Uh huh. So it's like I guess Packard might be a virgin because even like later on during that scene where we see him like maybe raping that girl. Like yeah, it does seem like that's what's happening. But he still got his clothes on. Yeah, and he doesn't seem to know. Like, so maybe he's. It's she seems weirded out the whole time. Yeah, like, she seems like what is happening, and then the <laughs> cop is like, the cop is like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah." She has like uh, the face like is like, "Thank Just you for stopping confused. that." And then she's like, "Thanks." So like, was she being raped or was she just like? Okay, I took off my top and I was like, let's do this. And he just had no idea. He just wanted to steal my car. Yeah. He <laughs> was like, so do I get your car now or do I have to take off my shirt? Yeah, it was weird. I, that's a weird scene. All of this is weird. All it's, of the whole fucking movie is very weird. Yeah. What do you think about that scene where they're out at the lake and uh, Gutter Boy and Skank? Uh huh. I think Skank says, like, whole lot of duck butter out here and uh-huh. then i think it's gutter boy says quiff, quiff city. city here i come okay we built quiff city first off duck butter <laughs> what what duck butter i know what duck butter is what was he sweat. referencing i'm not exactly certain why you'd be talking about also that. quiff city it, it, you mean queef city What's, what is and quiff? also is that positive <laughs> like you? i want to go to there i guess Okay, also there. Okay, what's the name of the brother? Uh, Uh, Billy. Billy. Yeah, Billy Brother. Billy says some weird shit throughout the movie. At one point, he says, Packard's a mistake of nature, a genetic misfire. What the fuck does that that mean? What does that mean? And then also later, he says, and this is weird as shit to me, he says about Augie, has this guy been wormed or is he just a naturally gifted child? (laughs) What does that do with being word? What, that is word salad. <laughs> that is one hundred percent. They just had some words in a bag, shook them up, and pulled it's each like, word. These up. are lines. Yeah. This is. You say this now. We have twenty eight days to make this movie. 
Get it done. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, how about when he tells Skank, get rid of that zombie piss you're drinking before it turns you into a mushroom? Yeah. Zombie piss, mushroom. Yep. Why would it turn him into a mushroom? Um, I, there, huh. There's no reason. There's no way to explain like, that. Later, uh, the sheriff, uh, Randy Quaid, says yep. to Packard, uh, why don't you let that slosh out of that drug overdose in your skull? What the fuck what does that the mean? Fuck does any of that mean? <laughs> the drug overdose? What, what are you saying? I like that scene where Augie is about to race the race, and he says, I'll burn this Iranian. Was what? it at one point an insult to call someone, yo, you're an Iranian? I think it was, Probably yeah. like Reagan. Yeah, oh, one of these Iranians, am I right? Um, Skank says, I'm going to knock his ass lower than whale shit. Lower than whale shit? Yeah. Skank's got some lines. Dude, Skank kills it this whole movie, dude. <laughs> and also, uh, Gutter Boy at one point says, I'm a four-day virgin. <laughs> what the fuck? What does that mean? Does that mean he hasn't had sex in four days? That's the closest reasoning I can get to. I, like, this is seriously stuff that just, like, people are chittering at each other while they're way too fucked up on cocaine. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just a total coke fest. I like when Carrie says, I don't love you. I've never made love to you, and I never will. Whoa. Burn, girl. And then he says, you will. You will. <laughs> yep. You will make love to me. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. threatening. I, you know what? He, of course, thinks that means he's going to get her pink slip, so. God, is that what this is about? He's is... waiting for her to get a car. That's why he's so frustrated. She doesn't have a car. He's always got to give her rides. Yeah. She gets a car. He's going to be like, you lose the race. You, you lose, lose your, your car. Virginity. Your virgin- <laughs> <laughs> Eat hot lead, crud sucker. That's also a skank line. How about that part where the wraith like busts into the shop with his shotgun uh-huh. and doesn't actually shoot anybody but just no. as you said shoots all the cars shoots all the cars race? that he wants them to race him in so he can kill them God. what what is the reasoning behind that i love this movie <laughs> and fucking packard says buddy i'd put that kidney buster down if i was you <laughs> this place is filled with ether and acetylene yeah. dig dig why would you call a shotgun a kidney buster well it will bust a kidney it'll bust a lot of things i guess sure yeah kidney buster like seriously none of this makes in- like but it none it, of it it's obvious evidence that like this script was written and rewritten and rewritten. There's a there's a point where Skank says Skank and uh, Gutter Boy. Uh, this is right before they die. Yeah. He says to Rughead, "We're gonna go screw around. What you want to come? Like it? That seemed like a line from Hot Rod. I know. Like so much of this does, dude." It's ridiculous, but like I don't think any of this is meant to be funny. Funny, like 
I think that somebody might have th- thought some of the things in this were funny, but yeah. not in the sense that we think they're funny. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Dude, and there's just so many questions I have about this movie. Yeah. That uh, never. There's no answer to. No. And it's like, I don't know. Again, I feel like these were just like on the night of that fucking Coke binge orgy where they agreed to make this movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Like they woke up and they just found several post-it notes with like random words on them, and they're like, "I guess this is the movie we're supposed to make." Yeah. They saw disappearing leg braces on a post-it note. And they're like, "Okay." Why? Done. Why? Every no time one the, ever asked that question, dude. Every time the wraith like kills somebody that uh-huh. was you know formerly his own killer, I guess. Yeah. In the wreckage, you see like a leg brace. Or and like then it an burns arm up. Brace and it burns but the up. first one, though, it actually falls off of the racer. Of him. And then does that. But the, all the remainders, they're just in the uh, wreckage and they burn up. Why? None of it makes sense. And what does it enable him to do? I. <sighs> I I don't know. I is don't it, is know. that what enables? Him? No. See that that was the thing is like I thought that maybe this guy was reclaiming his like body parts and stuff one yeah, by one. That would have made some sense. I know, but it's like later on you keep seeing that all these victims from this gang keep having like their eyeballs ripped out. Yeah. What? Why? Uh, why why like i thought it was like oh this guy broke his arm so he fucking breaks this other guy's arm and he gets the use of it back sweet and this guy he broke his leg so he now breaks this guy's leg and now he can move his leg again this guy took his sight now he has a sight back but none of that no they're just braces on his body that have nothing to do with anything but fall off after he kills one of his killers zero and then it's it, nothing ever comes of it, and they never explain it. No. How the fuck did he come back? Why does he look different? Why the fuck does he look different? And dude, this is one of those things about this movie that I just I cannot justify or figure out. And in the movie, they try to explain it, where like at the very end of the movie, Charlie Sheen is like, "Yeah, this is the closest look that I could come back with." That's the only explanation. Why does he still have the scars though? Yeah, why does he have scars at all? Because the scars would have never developed because he died. He got stabbed and then died. You have to heal to develop scars. Yeah. What? So if you could regenerate a new face and bone structure Uh and and look like fucking Charlie Sheen, why do you still have the scars? I... Listen... This movie. No. I guess it needs a sequel to answer all these questions. We need the Wraith 2. We need the Wraith 2 electric boogaloo. Why do his victims look like zombies? That's. I mean, okay, so. I really want answers to any of these. I keep thinking, like, watching it and then watching it again, it was just like, okay, so some of this is going to come together. And it didn't. It never no. comes together. It's always just like, what in the fuck is... And why? This happens because it does. This is... Well, See? this happens because it's a different scene, guys. Obviously. Yeah. You so, can't have the same thing that happened in the other scene happen in this scene. You have to have different things. 
What the fuck? <laughs> what is with the fucking radio jammer or whatever it is okay, that they're trying so to they, install? They build up this, we got to put in the radio jammer thingy. And then they, okay, so it's They the build thing. it up. It's like several scenes where like, is yeah. the jammer ready? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be ready today. And then they come to the race and they say, we got to put this radio jammer in your car so you can't run away. Okay, first off, what? Why would I want you to do that? Like, how would that benefit me in any way? And then, two, they just the car just opens up the yeah. the trunk, uh, the hood, yeah, which yeah. is in the back. Super cool. Uh huh. And it's got some crazy space engine, which just with looks like bolts on. It looks like a normal engine, but with lights. Yeah. <laughs> and. Ron Howard, uh, not Clint. Ron Howard, Clint Howard. Ron Howard would probably look at it similarly. Clint Howard looks at it as though it's uh, space age technology, yeah, and doesn't know what to do. Mm. Like he still they, finds a place to put the fucking jammer, though. They set up that jammer thing just to have a reason to show the engine. And why is yeah, it? Yeah. Is it to convince us that the car is supernatural? We already got that. Yeah, when we've seen it fucking explode and then come back to life and then vanish into fucking space dust. Yeah, we know all of this. You don't have to prove to us that it's got a crazy engine. After I they assume showed it me does. all that stuff, I was like, yeah, still not buying it. I don't know. Then they showed me the engine, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, he's got crazy engine. <laughs> yeah. There's some lights in there. I see. Now I, I see. get it. <laughs> Seriously? It's, uh, this movie is... I don't understand it, but like for some reason I'm compelled to try to understand it. But like, I love it. It's it's like it's like somebody running up to you and yelling something in your face. Like you didn't ask for it. You didn't want it to happen. <laughs> but if they yell something in your face and you don't understand, you still want to know what it was they said. Like yeah. okay, but all right. What did you say? <laughs> like <What> now? <laughs> like I didn't want this. I never need it in my life. But now I gotta understand what it is. Now that it's introduced <laughs> into my life. Yeah, what's happening? I want to know more about it. <laughs> I uh I gotta wonder too, like okay, so Jamie mm-hmm. gets killed. Mm-hmm. Turns into Charlie Sheen. Who which is, is Jake. Jake. Mm-hmm. And he comes back as a different person, even though he has scars. Yeah. And he hides his identity from his own girlfriend and brother for no reasons. Literally no reasons. None whatsoever. I mean, it's up there with, like, fucking less Jedi with, what's her name, purple hair, hiding the whole plans of right. the ship and stuff from Poe and all them. Mm -hmm. Why? And then towards the end of the movie, he's talking to Carrie and he's like, hey, you know who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm back, but my time here is limited. Mm -hmm. My time here is almost up. He says something like that. And then at the end of the movie, they ride off into the sunset together. What is the plan here? What is where, his life expectancy? Is he going to kill her? Is he going to age is he going to vanish into thin air now that he's accomplished yeah. his vengeance also um 
I, I did learn from this uh, the perfect line, I guess, when you're abandoning your family. Mm. Just say, my business here is finished. And then you give them the keys to your Dodge Interceptor and you say, instructions are in the glove box. Instructions. No. For dude, what? Here's the thing. At the end of the movie, where, you know, he starts to reveal that, oh, yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, obviously. I'm know, Jamie. The Jamie, the dead guy. Jamie, the dead guy. I'm Jamie, the dead guy. And then he goes and visits Brother Billy at uh-huh. the burger place. And is like, yo, I'm going to give you this car. Uh-huh. Isn't he just basically like, hey. I'm going to give you this murder weapon that the cops are looking for, and they're going to think it's you. Yeah, they're 100% going to think it's you. I want you to go to jail. My brother, who uh, mourns my loss and yeah. misses me every single day. Yeah, I want you Fuck to become you. the number one Eat suspect. Shit. I'm also taking my girlfriend and killing her so she can join me in the afterlife. Because <laughs> this whole movie is fucked up. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, really, like the, the police have seen that car. Mm-hmm. That that car has killed policemen. Yeah. By the way, that's the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah. What like what that's happens the at hero. the end of this movie is the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah. What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> so ten, right? Total ten. <laughs> I really love, I, I just, I'm just so confused about so much of it, man. Yeah, it's, but why, it's compelling for some reason. It's, because it's just so fucking silly. Because it refuses to make sense. I love that scene where Charlie Sheen and Carrie are are finally just accepting their love to each other, and they uh-huh. make out in that still non-moving uh-huh. brownish green pond water yeah that's not gross at all and she's like i guess i'll take my boobs out while we're here yeah well have a look at a boob maybe we'll get covered in leeches if we're lucky or inhabited <laughs> by some kind of horrible parasite <laughs> and dude like that lake that I would, again i would believe that was what happened in that like lake area where they all hang out uh-huh this is like some rocks next to like a lake yeah or a stream or it something. looks like a pond almost it's tiny you know it smells bad oh, of course it does you know that place smells like sulfur and butt sex exactly like, just not good stuff what the fuck is going on <laughs> well ben uh final assessment for me i'll tell you this this movie makes no sense to me it <laughs> angers me <laughs> It, it insists on me trying to understand it, but gives me no uh, help in that department. Um, it's real bad and real dumb, and you should watch it. <laughs> so you great. can So you can understand wh- like the confusion, the just sheer insanity of this movie. Um, it's a, I don't know, a two, maybe? Yeah. But watch it. <laughs> I, I don't, it, it confuses me to the point where I don't even know how to justify a two. It's a two, but you should watch it, but you shouldn't because it's a curse and it will stick with you for eternity and haunt your dreams, but watch it, but it's bad. 
I, I I can't even explain what this movie is. Okay. I mean, I, re- I really just do think that it is the result of a gigantic Coke bender and a bunch of people are given a bunch of money. And a deadline. And a deadline. Yeah. And they're like, well, we have to make something. Yeah. I mean, the thing Shit, is... we got a month. Go! Yeah, it's like, just do it. Whatever. The special effects and stuff are actually pretty good. Yeah. The like, Interceptor does look cool. And the car chase scenes. Yeah, they're good. They're well shot. And the car, like, explosions. Uh-huh. And even the stuff, like, the fucking leg brace and stuff that, like, vanishes and heats up and disappears. It's an interesting good. aesthetic. It's a choice. It That it is. Uh-huh. This movie is a series of choices. <laughs> Unlike other movies. Yeah, which are not choices, I guess. <laughs> It's just so fucking weird and confusing. It's like, is it a, is it a car chase muscle car movie like Gone in sixty seconds or Fast and the Furious? No, maybe I don't know. Kind of. It could be at any moment. It could turn into that, but it never does. Is it a haunted car movie like Christine or Maximum Overdrive? It could turn into that at any moment, but it never does. Maybe <laughs> this movie. Is not an action movie or a horror movie, but it's both. It has Randy Quaid in it. He does. Who drinks a cup of sugar. Yeah, that was real interesting. He just pours a whole cup of sugar yeah. in, that, uh, in that place. A lot of switchblade work in here. So much switchblade. Um, again, the Wraith has a, a, a shotgun, which he doesn't actually hit anybody with. Yeah, and it's connected to something with a hose. So that's actually the exact same model shotgun. Oh. That is in Jurassic Park. Say what? Shoot her! Yeah. It's seriously the same model. Holy crap. Yeah. You think it's the same one? You think Spielberg was like, I need that from the Wraith. Get that it Wraith for me. shotgun. I just don't understand this fucking movie. It's mind blowing that it exists. And yet. I adore it. You do. I, I know love you this do. movie. I mean, almost as much as my wife does. No, that's impossible. She watches every night. I mean, I don't love it as much as she does. <laughs> she loved this movie. I like. I like this movie a lot. I can't explain it. I don't know if it's a comedy. I don't know if it's an action movie. I don't know if it's a car movie. I don't know how the fuck it got made. But it makes me so happy in that it is just a borderline parody of everything 80s. Yeah. Like mid-late 80s fucking cars. Dude, the soundtrack of this movie... It's pretty great. ...is the best. Yeah. It's got like Ozzy and all kinds of shit. Yeah, they must have spent... Like, they must have spent most of their money on getting the music, Charlie Sheen, and that Dodge Interceptor. And then they were like... We'll figure it out. After that, yeah, we'll fucking figure this out. I don't know. We got to pay for this guy's funeral, I guess. I bet that was probably the most expensive part. Yeah, I imagine it was. And embalming fees and stuff. Oh, man. Jesus. The big stuff. Dude, it makes me so happy because it is just so dumb. And I cannot believe that it got made. No. I... I will seriously watch this movie about any goddamn time that I can. <laughs> it just makes me happy. It's kind of what I was saying about like Jane, Jane Bob is right back. It, uh-huh. it just makes me happy to watch this movie. Okay. 
And to me, it's like I cannot, I cannot discount anything that makes me happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm seriously, this movie's like an eight. <laughs> okay, dude. Like as a horror movie, no, it's no, it's the the opposite of scary. It is the opposite of scary. As any kind of movie, it's the opposite of good. Yeah, that's true. It makes me so stoked though. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm glad that we did it, honestly, because it seriously is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Clint Howard. Great style. Dude, Clint Howard and his hair. And the cars, What is that? The cars that just look like fucking Trapper Keeper artwork. Yeah, they really do. Like, it seriously looks like a Trapper Keeper factory exploded and became a movie. That should be, like, the quote on the box of this is, like... (laughs) <laughs> Quote, it's like a trapper keeper became a movie. Steve Spratling dead lovely. <laughs> yep. That would sell some copies, I think. Yeah, I think people would be like, oh, okay. This is basically Trapper that. Keeper the movie. <laughs> between Finally. All the, dude, between all the lightning and the cars uh-huh. and the desert. You know what? I would believe that that's what Mike Marvin pitched. Because he wrote Hot Dog the movie and directed Hamburger <laughs> the Motion Picture. Trapper Keeper the trapper movie. Trapper Keeper the movie. Mike Marvin may have been a dog that they found on the street and whatever he brought to them in his mouth they were like okay that's this a movie is it. yep there's a hot dog sweet hot dog in the movie hamburger and much picture <laughs> heroin heroin's good too dead rat dead rat in the movie we can work with this it would have came out right after the wraith god dude I love it. I, it. It is just so fucking silly in all ways, and it just seriously reminds me of a Lonely Island skit. It is. It. It seriously it seems like it's common. Like there's, there's no way that anyone involved with it thought it was a comedy, but that's what they got. I mean, uh, you know, Hot Rod, uh huh, by the Lonely Island crew is is I think one of the funniest fucking movies. Yeah, ever no, made. I agree with that. And so much of it seems to have been cut from the same cloth yeah. as the Wraith. Yeah. There's, there's no way those cats have not seen this movie. I would believe that they have, yes. I would... I would fucking give up my kingdom and my castle <laughs> if the Lonely <laughs> Island would do a remake of the Wraith. I would give anything. I would do like the biggest crowdsource fucking Kickstarter campaign. Listen, we Just, write... Please. We let... write the spec script and we send it to them. See what they say. No, just send them the, the fucking DVD of the movie and be like, yo, could you just do this again? <laughs> just make this. Just put y'all in it. Yeah, just be the different parts. And of course, I mean... Dude, like, could you get imagine... Get Nick Cassavetes back and get... Uh, <laughs> Dude, like, have Cassavetes be Loomis in it. There you go. No. Eh. Oh, if you're going to make the remake, you definitely have to get... Uh, 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 Randy Quaid back because he's insane now. He's a lunatic, yeah. So it would be even better. Even better. You have him playing the straight role as an insane person. Perfect. He's just pouring a cup of fucking sugar. So I would definitely have um, Andy Sandberg be uh, Charlie Sheen's character. Without yeah. a doubt. Obviously. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Obviously. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And. I would have Akiva be... Augie. Augie. (laughs) 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yorma Tacone. Mm-hmm. I would definitely want to see as. I would. I think I would see him as a gutter boy. Gutter boy. Yeah, that's Yorma for sure. Who, Who are you gonna get to play Skank? Dude, Skank obviously be fucking Kenny Powers. One hundred percent. Danny McBride Danny just McBride. fucking skanking it up. God damn it, that would be funny as hell. It'd actually, be now fucking I think about hilarious. It. Danny McBride just wearing that makeup like it's not a thing. Like, cause that's the thing about Skank that's interesting to me. And also, he's, like, he's wearing that makeup. No mention of it. No zero. No. Nobody he nods at nothing. He's wearing it like fuck you. Say a word about it. Say something. That would I could see Danny McBride pull that off. I want Lonely Island to redo this movie so <laughs> bad, so bad. Who would play Rughead? I get Clint Howard back. <laughs> just Clint Howard. Fuck yeah, it. you just Same. get Clint Howard back. Just get Clint Howard back. <laughs> That's the thing is like, dude, like Clint Howard already looked fucking sixty in this. He really did. So like, just fucking get him back now. He he does. He looks old all the time. Which is not to his detriment because he looks the same all the time. Who would you get to play Carrie? Oh man, gosh, let's see. I'll uh, probably just go with old uh, damn. What's her name? It's in Hot Rod. Uh, Isla Fisher. Uh, yeah, I just go with her. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Just go with it. Yeah, I think I think maybe we give her some more lines. Yeah, and maybe have her like have a personality. Uh, maybe because she doesn't <laughs> at all. Just be somebody or just something. Get on camera and be somebody. <laughs> just go on out there. Yeah. See, just say words and pretend you're a person. Cool. <laughs> That's an improvement. <laughs> Over Gary. Yeah. No, I would watch. I would watch that. One hundred percent. Damn it. I All love right. it. I love this movie, dude. I fucking love this movie. So next week, Ben, what are we watching? We're going to descend. Where? What? Who? To the descent. Say, huh? Yeah, that's right. We're going to go to North Carolina. Just go down a random hole. We're going to spelunk some. Spelunking? Yeah. With the descent. That's what we're going to do. Directed by Neil Marshall. It's been a while since I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time either. I remember enjoying it. I remember that I liked it pretty good. Yeah. I remember it was kind of like, yeah, it's fine. It's in a cave. That's already creepy. I love yeah. caves, so I'm not really creeped out by them. They're kind of comforting to me. So. Not me. Oh, yeah? Mm-mm. Not a big fan of them? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> My wife hates any scene where someone is crawling in a cave under, oh, yeah. like, something that's, you know, real narrow. So there's that the scene in The Descent where a woman gets, like, Yuck. stuck. I can't deal with that shit. Yeah. Man. I'm, like, kind of claustrophobic. Yeah, it's freaky. So can't anyway, deal with yeah. that, man. Well, that'll be fun. Well, yeah. in the meantime, you guys be sure to... Uh, follow us on the internets. Uh-huh. Where can they find us? Uh, you can find our uh, AOL group. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh-huh. Also, check out Angel Fire for mm. our steaming hot blogs. Our Yahoo GeoCities is popping. <laughs> Fucking awesome. But you can also check us out on this new so- social media. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, at Dead Lovely Pod mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And you can email us at deadandlovelypod at gmail.com. Or you can find our Facebook group. It's true. It's awesome. Let us know what you want to hear on future episodes. We're always looking for new suggestions of flicks you guys would like to hear covered on our show. We've done many suggestions of you guys that have mm-hmm. turned out really, really great. So be sure to check out those back episodes. Rate and review our podcast on iTunes. We put 
a good bit of work into this show. Helps to show up on those fucking search lists and stuff like that. So please do rate and view our show on iTunes with a OG rated review. Otherwise, they will not post it. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Ben Eller Guitars, all one word. Steve, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Steven Spratling. That's Steven with a V, the only way to spell it. And, uh, Hey, special shout out to Mary Jane Navalis, who uh, requested that we cover New Nightmare. We definitely will. Hell yeah. Uh, but in her email, she mentioned that her friend Kalani uh, hasn't watched it. Get on that, Kalani. Come what on, the hell girl. are you doing? Go on. Get on it. <laughs> well, Kalani's a dude. I don't care. Wow, you assume gender. Don't fucking assume shit. <laughs> Get on it, girl. <laughs> I don't find it insulting to call anybody a girl. That's true. Hey. I'm the one who's an asshole now. Fuck you, girl. Wow. Yeah. I'm not insulted by the girl part, but the Thank fuck you. you part, I'm not insulted by either because <laughs> homosexual sex is okay with me. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Everything's fine. <laughs> it really is. <laughs>